The sermon preached at St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church of Hancock, Minnesota, a member of the Wells, on August 17, 2014, based on Matthew 13, verses 44 through 52. We stand for the Gospel of our Lord. The Holy Gospel is recorded in Matthew chapter 13, beginning with the 44th verse. Jesus continues with the parables recorded in Matthew chapter 13, illustrating the treasure that we have in the kingdom of our God. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let out down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. He said to them, Therefore, Every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. This is the word of our Lord. Please remain seated. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God through which Jesus speaks to us here today is the gospel you heard read earlier from Matthew chapter 13. Your friends in Christ. He made other people laugh, and many loved him. He had talent and skill, fame and fortune. He could play many different roles, both comic and serious roles. Many enjoyed his movies. He was a success. And yet all that couldn't bring true happiness to Robin Williams. For you see, all the treasures of this world, all that the earthly heart cherishes, falls short. But what about us Christians? Don't Christians also struggle with sadness and uh, and depression? Don't Christians also at times have thoughts of despair or suicide? Yes, they they can and do. Christians can and do. Some of us here may struggle with them occasionally or even maybe more often than others even realize. And Christians can and should use the blessings the Lord has given to this world for treatment and medication when necessary. And yet, we as Christians also have a treasure that the world cannot find. A treasure that far outweighs all that this world can offer. A 
treasure that shines even in the darkest hours. Yes, this treasure. This treasure is worth more than anything else. It's the only treasure worth having. And what is it? It's the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of our God. His reigning in our hearts now and for eternity. But don't get me wrong here. As I said earlier, Christians still do struggle with sadness. Having this treasure doesn't make us have a continuous stream of happy feelings. It doesn't paint a smile on our face. Yes, Christians do and will struggle with sadness throughout this life. But this treasure offers what nothing else can. It offers us hope and joy even in the darkest hours. For this treasure is like nothing else. God's kingdom, the only treasure worth having. That's the theme here this morning. And part one, this treasure, this treasure is hidden, and yet it is unique. And part two, this treasure is vital and inexhaustible. God's kingdom, the only treasure worth having. Now, Jesus' first parable, or it's actually the fifth parable in the series of parables in, in Matthew 13, but this, the first parable in the text here today, compares the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, to a treasure hidden in a field. And just think how many must have walked over that field, never realizing the riches right there beneath their feet, but that man who finds it, what a difference the treasure makes for him. What joy it brings to him. It's worth more than anything else. He gives up all that he has for that treasure. Now, in the same way, God has not kept his kingdom, his treasure, locked away in some inaccessible, impenetrable vault. No one has to climb up into heaven or try to do so in order to get at God's treasure. He has brought it right down here to this earth, like that treasure in the field there. For you see, the Father sent his Son to bring his kingdom to us who are here on this earth. And that treasure is right here in this book, the Bible. Now, just like many walked over that field not realizing the treasure hidden underneath their feet, many, many don't know the treasure hidden right here in the scriptures. Oh, they may have Bibles and even read them. They may value this book for its ancientness or moral teachings. They may even cherish the Bible for the happy feelings it brings them or the childhood memories it revives. But they don't see in this the treasure that makes all the difference in the world. They are still clinging to their own work and effort don't see the treasure that is in Christ Jesus, our Savior. Yes, even the best and the brightest of, of this world will often look at the Bible and see only another field. Yeah, it might be a very beautiful field, but to them it's just another field. And who would give up all they have for an empty field? But for you and me, dear Christian, you have seen the treasure. The Lord has opened your eyes through the scriptures to see the hidden treasure. 
For God's word has confronted us with God's holiness and our own sinfulness. How could we ever make ourselves right with God or stand before his presence? How could we ever escape the punishment, the, the, the justice and judgment we deserve? We've even neglected the very word he's given us to bring us life, busy with our own lives. And yet even as the scriptures confront us with our sinfulness, the the Holy Spirit opens our eyes to see the treasure hidden here. The Holy Spirit has opened your eyes. He has opened that treasure chest of the word to show you Jesus, your Savior. Yes, we are sinners. We are guilty. And then God shows you Jesus who covers your sins with his flawless righteousness, his sinless life. What joy! The Holy Spirit opened your eyes to see Jesus, that hidden treasure, and to see his blood washing away your guilt, to see Jesus risen from the dead, because God has declared you to be right in his sight. You are justified, you are forgiven. What joy that brings our hearts! What treasure! And all this is God's free gift to you. It comes to us without money, without cost to you or me, for Christ Jesus has already paid the full price. His holy, precious blood, the blood of God's Son, our Savior. What joy! As God's treasure, His free gift is no longer hidden to our eyes, but lives in our hearts as we rejoice in our lives. God's treasure, God's hidden treasure, is there for you. And that treasure, dear friends, is unique. It's one of a kind, and that's what the next parable here brings home. As we see that merchant searching for the best and finest pearls, he knows the difference between what's good and what's better. Then he comes across that one pearl, that priceless pearl like no other. It is unique. In fact, he soon realizes that all the other pearls, all those fine pearls he's been accumulating over his life, there are, none of them are worth holding on to. All of them together are not worth anything compared to this one unique pearl, that priceless pearl. And so also, dear friends, God's kingdom is worth more than anything else. And there are many fine, good things the Lord has blessed this world with. Yes, even in this fallen world, God's good blessings still come forth in many ways and and people pursue them in different ways. Just think of some of the good things that that people pursue in this life. Things like peace and prosperity, justice, law and order, works of charity, uh, deeds of of, of kindness and and mercy to to help others in their condition, uh, the pursuits of, of medicine, sciences, the arts, music, literature, sculpting, painting, and the like. All those can be fine, good things. And yet compared to the kingdom of our God, they all come to nothing. God's kingdom 
is worth more than anything else, more than everything else combined. It is that priceless pearl, that unique, one-of-a-kind pearl. The Apostle Paul brings home this point as he writes to the Philippians in chapter 3, how he brings home just how unique and priceless the kingdom of God is, knowing Christ and his righteousness. He writes here, But whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish that I may gain a Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God and is by faith. Yes, dear friends, when we look at the good, fine, beautiful, noble, and upright things of this world, there is nothing wrong in enjoying them as blessings from our Heavenly Father. There's nothing wrong in seeing them as gifts from Him. But don't view them as monuments to human achievement. Rather, think about how you can use them to the glory of your God. Yes, when we pursue the fine, noble things of this world, pursue them in a way that wants to take the best that this world offers and then use them for the glory of our Savior, to the honor of his name and to the spreading of his word so that others too believe. And in all this, keep in mind that parable of the pearl so that you keep the proper perspective and priority. Everything and anything this world offers in the end cannot compare to the priceless pearl, to the kingdom of our God. Or to use Paul's words, everything else in comparison is rubbish when it comes to knowing Christ and his righteousness. So that no matter what losses or setbacks we might face here in this life and what sadnesses those may bring, when we look to that pearl, that unique priceless pearl, you know that the riches of heaven are yours through faith in Christ alone. Yes, God's kingdom, it's the only treasure worth having. For it is, although it is hidden, it has been made known to you, and it is unique like no other treasure. And what's more, this treasure, this kingdom of our God, is both vital and inexhaustible, which brings us to the second part here. How important is God's kingdom? How vital is it? The next parable, the parable of the net, brings that home. The fishermen deploy their seine or drag net. The floats keep the top of the net at the surface of the water, and the lower part is sunk by the weights to the bottom. And all kinds of fish are drawn up into that net. In the same way, as the gospel goes out into the world, as the gospel is preached and shared, it draws in all kinds of people into the church. And yet, not all who join a congregation believe the gospel 
Oh, they know about Jesus, and they, they say they believe, they act like any other member, but their hearts are still clinging to their own works, efforts, and righteousness, rather than clinging to Christ alone. Now, we can't look into the heart, so we cannot see the difference in this life. But the end of the age will show the difference as they are separated from the righteous and thrown into the fiery furnace of hell. How vital knowing and believing in Jesus is. How vital God's kingdom, Jesus reigning in our heart, how vital that is. It's the difference between heaven and hell. And so, dear friends, as as we look at this treasure, this treasure that was, was hidden, this treasure that is so unique, see also how vital it is. The difference between heaven and hell, as that parable of the net brings out. And as you stand before God, don't plead your own righteousness, your own effort. Plead only Jesus and his flawless record. For that is how we stand before God as the righteous, as the good fish. And that holds before us the eternity of heaven. What a treasure. What a treasure. And make use of this treasure. Make use of it not just for something, well, at at the end of the age or the last day, it's good for me then. No, make use of this treasure every day. For you see, this treasure will never run out. It is inexhaustible. And that's how Jesus concludes the reading here today, isn't it? By reminding the disciples and you and me that when we learn his word and when, as, as disciples, then we are bringing out treasures old and new from his storehouse. And God's storehouse will never run empty. So dear friends, Make use of God's treasure day after day. Keep on digging into his word. Keep on letting it live in your lives as you see that priceless pearl. Yes, no matter how gloomy the day may be, no matter what storms may roll in, no matter what sadnesses and losses we face in this life, God's kingdom makes all the difference. And even in our darkest days, it can bring us that joy and hope. For that treasure is no longer hidden to you and me. The Holy Spirit has made it known to us through his word. And you know just how priceless that treasure is, how unique it is, so that no matter what else we might lose in this life, it all ends up being rubbish compared to knowing Christ and his righteousness. And his righteousness is what makes all the difference between heaven and hell. For his righteousness brings us life, life with God now and forever. How vital that is. And it will never run out. It is inexhaustible. God's kingdom, the only treasure worth having. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.